Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. Today, the day that this is airing is December 1st, which means I'm going to be reading many, many holidays at the end of this episode. Uh, If you're sick of this holiday thing, don't worry. Uh, It's only going to go for a few more months, and then I will probably stop it. Um, I I don't know if I said this, but I saw Rodrigo e Gabriela perform in Chicago, uh, well, at the time of recording, like a week ago or so. Yeah, I think it was like maybe last week. Um, If you are not listening to their music, you got to go listen. All right, let's just talk about the words in this episode. That is what we are here for. The first word is the second form of condition. It is a verb from the 15th century. There's just one intransitive definition and then a number of transitive. So first is intransitive. It is archaic, and it means to make stipulations. Now we have transitive, number one, to agree by stipulating. Two, to make conditional. Three A, to put into a proper state for work or use. 3B, the synonym is air condition. 4, to give a grade of condition to. 5A, to adapt, modify, or mold so as to conform to an an environing culture, as in traditional beliefs conditioning a child's attitude. 5B, to modify so that an act or response previously associated with one stimulus becomes associated with another. Ah, so yes, that, that's uh, related to Pavlov's dog. You can be conditioned to have a response if the same thing is happening. So if, there's, if you got a thing that, that happens uh, and then you react in some way, you are now conditioned to respond in that way based on that thing. Could be an instinct, could be a thing. You can train yourself, you can train other people, other animals, creatures, whatever it is that's, that's being conditioned. Conditionable is an adjective. Now we have conditional, first form, adjective from the 14th century. One, subject to, implying, or dependent upon a condition, as in a conditional promise. I promise to do this, but there is a condition to that promise. Number two, expressing, containing, or implying a supposition, as in the conditional clause, if he speaks. If he speaks is the conditional clause. If he speaks, then blah, 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 blah. 3A, true only for certain values of the variables or symbols involved, as in conditional equations. 3B, stating the case when one or more random variables are fixed or one or more events are known, as in conditional frequency distribution. 4a, it is the number two definition for the word conditioned, as in conditional reflex, also as in conditional response. 4b, established by conditioning as the stimulus eliciting a conditional response. Conditionality is a noun, conditionally is an adverb. And uh, yeah, I just don't have a whole lot of stuff to say about these. Sorry, that's just the way it goes sometimes. Second form of conditional noun from 1828. One, a conditional word, clause, verb form, or morpheme. Number two, 
It is the 2B definition for the word implication. Next is conditional probability. Two words, noun from 1937. The probability that a given event will occur if it is certain that another event has taken place or will take place. So this thing will happen, or the probability that it will happen, based on something else happening. Like, if I read this next word, then there's a pretty good probability that I will read the word after that. Does that make sense? Am I, am I understanding that correctly? All right, next is conditioned. Adjective from 1537. One, brought or put into a specified state. Two, determined or established by conditioning. Next is conditioner. Noun from 1888. Something that conditions. And of course, this word sounds so weird. There's condition, condition, condition over and over and over and over again. Uh, Okay, so conditioner, something that conditions, but specifically a preparation used to improve the condition of hair. Ah, that's why it's called a condition, because it is improving the condition of the hair. Um, And, you know, of course, somebody can be a conditioner if they're doing any of these condition things. Like conditioning, noun from 1861. One, the process of training to become physically fit by a regimen of exercise, diet, and rest. Also, the resulting state of physical fitness. You gotta do your conditioning. I like to call it fitnessing. Number two, a simple form of learning involving the formation, strengthening, or weakening of an association between a stimulus and a response. Next is Kondo, C-O-N-D-O. C-O-N-D-O was his name. Oh, I messed that up. Noun from 1964. It is the number three definition for the word condominium, which will be our last word in this episode. Next is condole. C-O-N-D-O-L-E, verb from circa 1586, uh, starting with transitive, no, sorry, intransitive. Number one is obsolete. The synonym is grieve, G-R-I-E-V-E. Number two, to express sympathetic sorrow. And one transitive definition, which is archaic, and the synonyms are lament and grieve. Condolatory, condolatory, that is an adjective. This is from the Latin com plus dolere, which means to feel pain. And uh, this is related to our next word, which is condolence. Yeah, so condole seems like, yes, you can condole somebody, I guess, uh, have sympathetic sorrow. Um, but I think that, yeah, that has gone out the window. We don't really use that anymore. We, we now more use this word condolence. Um, it is a noun from 1603. One, sympathy with another in sorrow. Two, an expression of sympathy. And a synonym for both is the word pity. Uh, next is, so this word in many ways, it's a, it's an adult word, but it is a word that needs to be taught to everybody, especially kids, so they understand and don't have weird associations with it or negative associations with it um, because it is a very, very important thing. I'm sure you can see where I'm going with this um, if you know your alphabet. 
It is the word condom. Very, very important things. Please, please practice safe sex. Um, so this is a noun from circa 1706. One, we've got two definitions. One, a sheath commonly of rubber worn over the penis. Uh, oh, that was the end of the sentence, but there is parentheses, which says, as to prevent conception or venereal infection during coitus. So, yes, it helps not only with uh, not getting pregnant, but also with uh, spreading diseases. So, wear your darn condoms. Number two, a device that is designed to be inserted into the vagina before coitus and that resembles in form and function the condom used by males. And to be perfectly honest, I don't think I'm familiar with this version of it. Hmm, interesting. By the way, the origin is unknown. Nobody knows where this word came from. That is so odd. So odd. Uh, Okay, next is condominium. C-O-N-D-O-M-I-N-I-U-M. Noun from circa 1714. 1A, joint dominion, especially joint sovereignty by two or more nations. 1B, a government operating under joint rule. 2, a politically dependent territory under condominium. And yeah, I have definitely not heard this word used in terms of sovereignty and politics and nations. Uh, I've just heard it for this one. 3A, individual ownership of a unit in a multi-unit structure as an apartment building or on land owned in common as a townhouse complex, and then also a unit so owned. And then 3B, a building containing condominiums. Uh, This is from uh, uh, Latin com plus dominium, which means domain. Um, And uh, yeah, I don't know where the the first part comes from, but yes, dominium, you take off the C-O-N, con dominium, it, this is your domain if you live in a condo. Uh, okay, okay, okay. So the words in this episode were condition, conditional, conditional probability, conditioned, conditioner, conditioning, condo, condole, condolence, condom, and condominium. I have to pick condom as the word of the episode because, like I said before, this is a very, very important thing. And if you are going to uh, be have, having a sexual relationship with other people, no matter who they are, you should probably uh, you should probably take advantage of these things. They're there for a reason. Condoms, condoms, wear your condoms. That's it. That's the song. All right, December December first is today that this is airing. It is Battle of the Sinop Day or Sinope Day in Russia. In Thailand, it is Damrong Rajanubab Day. In Kazakhstan, it is First President Day. In Chad, it is Freedom and Democracy Day. In Romania, it is Great Union Day, which celebrates the union of Transylvania with Romania in 1918. In Costa Rica, it is Military Abolition Day. In Myanmar, it is National Day. In Central African Republic, it is Republic Day. In Portugal, it is Restoration of Independence Day. In Ohio and Oregon, the states in the United States, I don't know why it's just those two, it is Rosa Parks Day. 
In Iceland, it is self-government, uh, self-governance day. In Panama, it is Teacher's Day. It is World AIDS Day. And then there is a related observance called Day Without Art. Mm, curious about, about that. Uh, fourth day of Hanukkah. In Romania, we said that. I think we said all those things. Let's go to the fun holiday list. Bifocals at the monitor, Liberation Day. So does that mean you need to liberate yourself from your bifocals while you're looking at a monitor? Someday I will get bifocals. I can't wait. Choose Women Wednesday. So maybe if you're hiring people, maybe try to choose more women so you have a more diverse group of people, and that's going to only help. Civil Air Patrol Day. Day without art. Yes, here it is again. Hmm. I don't want that. I don't I don't like a, a world without art. Eat a red apple day. National Christmas Lights Day. Well, at least that's after Thanksgiving. I give my approval on that. National Package Protection Day. National Pie Day. Although, shouldn't that be on March 14th? Uh, Rockefeller Center Christmas Tree Lighting. That is the day that they will light those that big tree. Uh, let's see. Rosa Parks Day is also known as Day of Courage and also National Day of Courage because it took a lot of courage to do that. But I did hear that um, some young girl did it before her. So there's, a, there's a more to the story. It is Special Kids Day, Wear a Dress Day, any other holidays that we missed. I'm sure there's a bunch. Uh, let's see, we got all those National Hand Washing Awareness Week. Month of Giving. There actually is not that many. Um, National Drunk and Drugged Driving Prevention Month. Yeah, you, you shouldn't be driving a car if you are impaired in any way. Universal Human Rights Month. All the humans have rights. They deserve the rights. Um, and it is Safe Toys and Gifts Month. Don't give any unsafe toys or gifts ever. All right, I think that is a good place to end this episode. Thank you very much for listening, and until next time, this, me, is Spencer dispensing information in a condensed form, sort of. Okay, goodbye.